Thank you for joining the Underground Playground podcast with your hosts, Steve and Mike. We're bringing you the voices and the personalities of the physical culture world, so listen up. Welcome back to the Underground Playground podcast. This is Mike, and I'm here with Steve and Stuart Brower from What the Fuck Gym Talk and Urban Movement. And let's get it on. What's up, boys? Hey, now. You guys there? Yeah, man. Yeah, awesome. Very good. Glad to be on. I know we've been having some tech difficulties, but we're making this fucking thing work. Hell yeah, man. That we, that's what we were talking about is, um, you know, content and how we started this whole thing was how much of your content needs to be professional? Uh, we know we need sure. And then how much can we just kind of skate by with our iPhones and like our half-assed podcasts and like our bullshit Instagram posts? Yep. Yeah. I think, you know, everyone, it's such a cop out because everything is 80-20 in business, it seems like, but it's 80-20 in my opinion. I believe a micro gym or a personal brand should have 20% of their content be professionally done. It looks good. It tells the right story. You run that for paid marketing because it's, it's like your A team that those, that's your starter. And then 80% of it is going to be a little bit more raw. You're going to shoot it on your iPhone and maybe a gimbal, or maybe it's going to be just a candid face to camera type thing or whatever it may be. And that content doesn't have to be as professional, but that 20%, maybe those are, you know, photographs you get done every quarter by a professional photographer and it's a movie a video you shoot once a year twice a year that's your 20 percent. those are your all-stars and then the 80 percent is just hey guys it's wednesday and on wednesdays we push sleds and this is sally she pushes a sled and she's a mom blah 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 that kind of shit um that's what i believe it needs to be it does not everything needs to be a martin scorsese fucking sundance film production <laughs> like steve's video was pretty good that he just put up you know and he's, he's talking about you know your average gym goer, your competition and stuff. He made a really nice video and he got a lot of comments on it with people offering advice and stuff. So um, I know you saw it, Stu. Yeah. I, and it means we were talking about this, you know, um, previously it's, you know, we want you, we, we like when, now that, now that, like, and, I, and now that more gyms realize that you've got to have some good creative and we're all kind of seeing each other's stuff. And I'm all for stealing each other's stuff as long as you're stealing the idea and, and, and it, you know, making it your own and it works. Like if I were to steal Steve's video, which I liked, he had the three different um, demos that he was going towards, right? He had competitive fitness and wellness. Right. But if I stole it, it would not work for me whatsoever. And probably vice versa for Steve, if he tried stealing mine. Now we can look at it like, oh man, I really like how he put together the, the, you know, the grocery bag carry and the far in the kettlebell farmer's walk. Like we've got a video where we've done that. And then I had a gym steal that video and I messaged him. I said, awesome, man, how is it working? Like, or how are you getting get feedback? He's like, yeah, I, I just don't think it makes a lot of sense. Cause most of our, you know, members, they don't like carry groceries and they all like live in the suburbs. So they're not really carrying it across the street. They're unloading it from their car and walking into their suburban house. I'm like, you didn't think about that shit before you stole my video. Like I'm dealing with it. I'm de dealing with inner city fucking millennials. Yeah. Why in the world would you think that was a good video to steal? Like, did you yeah. not think it through? That's yeah. like me fucking showing people walking through snow and shit and we're in South Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Like, exactly. So, so make sure what you're stealing is at least applicable to your storyline. And if it's not, get with the videographer, whoever you're hiring for that, you know, the 20% of the good videos you're making and have them tweak the storyline to fit your market, your environment, your part of the country or the world, whatever it may be. Um, 
one of the other things we had talked about, you know, was, uh, you know, with this whole, this big call to creating content, people need to realize the three stages of the buying cycle. You know, earlier, Mike was, we were talking about how, you know, you, you make videos for a reason, right? You want people to come into your gym. You want to sell them, right? You want to retain them. You want to tell your story. You want to get your brand out. And what I don't think people realize is that there's three stages to the buying cycle and you would see them if you make Facebook ads. So you guys, I know run Facebook ads and you know, when you go to the objective, you have awareness, which has things like brand awareness. And then you have consideration, which is like video views, clicks, traffic, uh, lead generation. And then you have considerate or uh, conversion. And those are things like converting people at a landing page. Right. Now that's in Facebook when you're creating an ad. Our marketing is the same way. The marketing I'm trying to get more people to do is in, is in awareness. People becoming aware of your brand. Yeah. Too many people are like, okay, Stu, so if I make this video and I put it out there, how many people are going to click on it and come to my gym? I'm like, probably not any, I like, I've got a video I've been running right now. It's got 35,000 impressions, right? It's got some, it's got some obscene amount of number of clicks to a website and it converts at what I would imagine a pay-per-click type campaign would. It's converting at, you know, one to 3%, if that. Yeah. Like brand awareness is the play. And if you don't have a lot of money to spend on Facebook and Steve and Mike, I know you can attest to this, the cost of lead generation, getting the name, email, and phone number is extremely more expensive than it was not even nine months ago. 100%. Oh, yeah. Way, way more expensive. I was uh, in the past, I'd run conversion ads um, for, you know, like by the end of it, six bucks, right? Now yep. I'm in about um, into like week three, I'm like five dollars right so yeah um i mean so i believe yeah it's, 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 i think the money should go to if you like five dollar a day budget to twenty dollar a day budget maybe even thirty dollar a day budget you could get so much more out of an engagement ad a video view ad and those of you guys who are doing this if you know facebook marketing marketing you know that is through plays there's a thing called a through play and that's what you pay for it's a guaranteed 15 second view of your video you can go through things like traffic. These are all very, or brand awareness. These are all the options on Facebook ads, super cost effective. And it gets you in front of tens of twenties of thousands of people. Now that's, but you're paying a cheap rate because you're not getting a guaranteed name, email, and phone number. But I think trying to get name, email, and phone number is like trying to fuck on the first date or trying to get the second base. I'm just trying to make people see me. I just want them to be like, Hey, I've seen that Stu guy. I, like again, if you're single and you go to a coffee shop every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and you see a cute girl there every time you go in, you will think, okay, I've seen that girl before. She always sits in the corner. She wears that one cute blue sweater. I think she drives that car out there. It looks like she's a student. You would learn things about her every time you saw her. And it would make you curious. This is what we call consideration. You're aware of her. You know she's there. Now you're curious. You're hoping one day you guys reach for the cream and sugar at the same time and you can start a conversation. That is very much how marketing is. When we're talking branding, fellas, we're talking get my content in front of people with no expectation. I just want them to see it. And I want them to see it a hundred times. And then maybe on the hundred and first time, they want to go to, they transfer the consideration. Like, you know what? Let me look that website up. I wonder what they're all about. Yeah. That's how I think of branding first, awareness, going into consideration which becomes advertising. Advertising is a very specific goal, meaning name, email, and phone number, or I need X amount of clicks or whatever it is. And then you go to purchase, which is obviously they walked in the door and they bought from you. But that's the last thing you're thinking of. If you're always thinking with the purchase in mind, 
you're yeah. con you're gonna be always be disappointed always well well you you put it well previously and uh, you know something i had considered but it, it brought it to the forefront is that your content is out there and these people may or may not be ready right and when it comes to fitness and things like that or like service type of things um you, when you do a conversion ad, you're hoping somebody right now is two o'clock in the morning sitting in bed wide awake eating a box of bonbons talking about I'm so fat I need to join a gym and and that's what you're doing but what what you're talking about what you put out there is like look you need to be in front of these people all of the time on a consistent basis so when they do decide that they need to get in shape or go to a gym or try something new that they remember your name who you are where you are right and they built some Correct. awareness in you yeah the awareness is so important and it's the most cost effective it doesn't cost as much for awareness and a lot of it can be done offline you know i just uh i had mike jones the ceo and one of the co-founders of alchemy 365 back on the podcast yesterday um that aired and we talked about their gyms and they've got whatever six seven of them now across two different states every weekend every weekend fellas that is four times per month per location of their studios they do a pop-up workout for free they find anywhere and everywhere that will allow them to show up and do a free body weight style workout and they do them in parks outside of coffee shops inside of retail centers before they open up and that is a way to have free brand awareness it just takes time yeah I and did. everyone and then people are like no fuck that it, that that does it doesn't does it convert though bro does it convert <laughs> no, yes. no but you're not trying to convert there right that's the whole purpose yeah well I did something like that they have like um running for brews in my area yeah 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 you know what I'm talking so they'll go to a local like beer the brewery or you know a local bar something like that on a Saturday or on a Wednesday night. And a group of runners will get together and, you know, we showed up there back in the day when I had the freaking murdered out van for the gym. I sold that. And we would do like, you know, hey, here's a push-up contest, you know. So give us your name, yeah. give us your name and email. And uh, if you, whoever does the most push-ups at the end of this night will get like a free t-shirt or something like that, you know. And we did yeah. that. It was, it was great. But I didn't expect anybody to sign up for the gym. No, no. And I, you know, one thing I would recommend, cause I, I was literally at a, uh, a big brewery festival over the weekend in my neighborhood and there was a CrossFit gym and they set up a tent and this is where my gym's located. And I, people ask me, why didn't you set up a tent here, Stu, for this big brewery thing? And for me personally, I just think whenever it's an alcohol event, because my demographic is so young, those kids are getting wasted. They're not thinking about fitness, but these guys set it up and it generally gym owners do like a fitness challenge. Like, Hey, who can do the most burpees in 60 seconds? We'll give you a free month. I'm like, people are dressed in their regular clothes. They're not trying to get all sweaty in 98 degree weather in fucking July in Charlotte. They're trying to go to the breweries, have a good time. I couldn't think of a worse marketing strategy. If you're going to go places guys for brand awareness, I highly recommend you think about games. Games, you know, Joe Tabaldi, who's the, the owner of Flex, he's my branding and marketing coach. He did a thing with Top Golf where they came to him and said, Hey, listen, we go to all these pop up things, but we can't get people to sign up for our free Top Golf lessons. Yeah. And he goes, Well, what are you doing? They're like, Well, we're giving away koozies and stuff. And he's like, No, you got to make a game out of it. So we had them buy this little mini putt, putt green, and if you sank the putt, you got a free whatever at Top Golf. Oh, and a game yeah. is fun. Like yeah, a game okay. works. People like games because if they're drinking with their buddies, like, oh, I'll be, I bet you five bucks, I beat you in it. So for gym owners, take five garbage cans, 
and set him up like beer pong and then get med balls, like the lightweight med balls and have him stand about 25 feet away and awesome. give him three shots. Do yeah, something like that. Like that's fun. <laughs> Dude, I would definitely do that. That's what we're, you know, and, and, and then videotape it. Right. And then maybe, oh, 100%. Some, yeah. And you got, and maybe talk to some of the people that did it, videotape them, you know? So I yeah. mean, I, I, yeah, but you know, one of the hardest things and like you, you touched on it before is like, Oh, we're fucking busy. You know, you know, we recognize great content, but we don't know how to create it. And then we started talking about stealing. So this is a great idea to steal, 100%. Yeah. The, you know, that whole thing, like, I'm, Stu, I'm not a creative director. I'm not, this isn't my thing. And I'm like, that's perfectly fine. That goes back to what we were just talking about earlier. Steal something, make sure it's applicable, and then hand it off to a professional, you know, videographer for that 20%. And most of us are very fortunate that our membership base is comprised of a lot of different professions. And some of them could be in the creative realm where they're photographers or videographers. And they would be more than willing to work with you, give you a good rate, maybe even barter for it, um, and, you know, where you can get some content. And I'm, I'm all for that. So I did, a, I did an ad on Indeed and I found the guy that did my video. Basically, I pay him $100. He comes out, shoots a bunch of video. And then what I'll do is I'll tell him what I want. And then he'll, uh, he'll shoot me a video or he'll send it over. So, you know, it takes him about yeah, an cool. hour, hour and a half. Okay. Out. So I'm, I'm spending about 100 bucks a video. That, I mean, and that's, that's honestly, that's a phenomenal rate. There really is for the, you know, what most videographers and stuff will charge. Yeah. So like guys that are listening to this, you know, there, here's the, here's the bottom line is we're about to go into 2020. There is nothing, nothing you can do about the fact that you have to produce video. And I think very, very soon you have to produce audio. Yes. Everyone's doing pictures. Everyone's doing pictures. We get it. Yeah. And, and again, I just don't even think, I think even that game, most people aren't doing it very well. I've tried talking a ton about, you know, uh, photo content, but I believe audio and having an inner gym podcast, like we've been recording ours now for a few months. We just released the first episode. Um, fucking, I don't know what it was. Uh, this time, maybe a week or two ago. Right. Now, even when I was on Khalifa's podcast, that was my biggest thing. I was on Khalifa's podcast, convincing Khalifa to do an end that every NC fit should have its own podcast. Yeah. And I truly believe in it. I believe it is the greatest hack for retention and client engagement. Yeah. It is the greatest hack. Yeah, if is, you have your good. members come on as interviewees for a 15 to 20 minute interview, yes. your other members will listen to it. And so will their friends, families, and coworkers. Cause guess yeah. what? Nobody has been interviewed on podcasts in the grand scheme of things. Nobody. Yeah, we, we're sitting here on a podcast thinking about, oh, this is kind of old. You know, we're way behind the time. Joe Rogan's got the market cornered. But yeah, you're right. Your members and haven't been on one and they would be super excited. And like Danny uh, Hodnott, my manager, um, she's the, basically the boss. We need, and she's super good on camera. We need to, we, we've already talked about this. We're going to do that weekly podcast. So now what do you think? So what you're saying, Stu, is a break, you know, like interview your members, right? And just let, see what happens and let it go viral, right? Yeah. So I did an entire podcast. If anyone's listening, because I'm going to summarize, if you want to listen to it, it's just called creating a podcast for your micro gym. But essentially look at it like this. First step, it's B2B. You want to be every, like for ours, we are, my podcast, when people say, why does it exist? It is the perfect intersection of everything happening in Charlotte and everything happening inside of urban movement. So we go to every new, like if there's a new bar, a restaurant, an eatery, a retail shop, me and my staff, I pay for me and uh, my two full-timers, 
we go and eat it. Like we just went and ate this brand new brunch spot. We went there, we each tried something different, kind of thought about like, if I was a client trying to lose weight, or if I was a client trying to put on muscle, and then like Isaac is pregnant, so she ate like a pregnant woman would. And then we talked to the managers when we were there, we told them what we were doing, who I was, that, that I owned the gym, and that we're going to talk about your place on the podcast. We thought the food was delicious, the service was amazing, and you know, we'll send you the link. Guess what? Those, the owners of that mom and pop brunch spot are going to come on our podcast in three weeks. Cool. And who do you think they're going to share the link with? Right. And, it, and it's like, and again, there's some fuck face that's listening to this. That's like, well, what's the ROI of that? How many memberships is that going to get you? Again, we are talking about the awareness phase of branding. We are not talking about marketing at this point, just awareness. Um, Cause I mean, I, I guarantee you, if I were to ask any gym owner, how many other local businesses know who you are by first face, by like face and first name? Yeah. My goal is that over half of my entire city, if I walked in somewhere, they'd be like, oh, Stu, what's up? And it doesn't mean they're a member. It doesn't mean they send me referrals. It doesn't mean anything. It means I become locally viral. Yes. That is yes. the key. When I set up What the Fuck Gym Talk, all I wanted to be was locally viral amongst CrossFit affiliate owners. And I knew I could, I could do something with that. And that's exactly what I did. So I fucked around in every Facebook group and everything. And I answered questions and I made content for gym owners. And, and, and now, and, and I've got the result, the, I get to reap the rewards of that now, but that's all gym. We, we have to be locally viral for about four to seven miles. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's, and it. that's a, that perspective is huge, right? Is like if people, Oh, more members or, or, you know, Oh, I don't have time for content or where do I send it? Or, you know, I can't go big. And ultimately you need a hundred to 300 members and they are going to be from six, you know, five to 10 miles from around your gym. And so, yeah. And right. And so you did it. How long do you think it took you um, from when you did your, you know, when you realize, okay, I got to get on the socials. And then yeah. when you started to like where you are now, what kind of time, never mind effort, but just what kind of time are we talking about? Are we, I mean, so for what the fuck gym talk, it's a different, it's a different monster, right? It's a different monster for WTF because it's in a vacuum. All these gym owners are on a Facebook group and I can belong to 70 different Facebook groups across the world and distribute my content. It's easy to find someone digitally. Yeah, um, and, and, yeah, yeah. But for the gym, the gym, I, so here's what I see. Most of my clients, by the time they publish, I tell them to do one, one of these podcasts a week. By the time they're generally 10 to 20 podcasts in, they should be hoping to have about 40 to 50% of the gym listening each time they drop a podcast. And they should have, at the bare minimum, have made a network, a growing entrepreneur network of other businesses that they fucked with of at least a third of the episodes. So a third of the episodes should be interviewing other local small businesses that you have gone to and been a patron of. You loved what they were doing and you, and you invited them on your podcast. So a third of them are B2B. A third of them are member interviews, and a third of them are you and your crew jamming about your programming, the upcoming competition, talking about nutrition, talking about your additional services, or just the fun banter. Like half, like my, like the people that have been listening to Urban Movement's first podcast that we dropped, they love the fact that me, Deuce, and Isaac just talk shit. Like we literally just bust each other's balls, and it's so funny. It's a good time. Like, cause every gym that has the staff there's a rapport there and there is some good banter back and forth that would make for a great podcast. And listen, listen, you guys, if you're listening to this right now and you don't believe me, look what you're fucking doing. You're <laughs> listening to three, dumb, you're listening to three dumb fucks yeah. who have no business creating podcasts, but we just have something interesting to say 
and it was just even marginally interesting to you that you're listening to this shit while you push the bulldog fucking scrubber. So what's, <laughs> what's your goddamn excuse? Right. Well, that's, uh, you know, I, and so I'm, I'm kind of getting wrapped around the axle with this, like, you know, hey, how do I find the time? You know, what kind of equipment do I need? Where do we set up? What, what are we going to talk about? And, and my, you know, those initial fears are always answered by who gives a fuck? Just do it. Correct. Yeah. Right. It, it just keeps up there. An iPhone and a road mic and two chairs, right? Yeah. And a fucking it's, that's Instagram, it. Instagram account. I'm good. I tell people, earn your earn the gear. Everyone wants to be like, oh, well, I got to buy the gear first. No, you don't, because it's just yeah. going to sit on a shelf and get dusty. Earn your gear. The first 20, 30 videos I ever shot for What the Fuck Gym Talk were all shot on an iPhone with no additional mics. That's it. Right. And then I earned the gear. I went ahead and I invested in a $60 mic or whatever the hell I did. Like earn your gear guys. And here's the why is because if you get all the best gear out there right now and you get on camera and you are a little green and you're a little novice and you kind of don't sound all that great, it looks asinine. It looks silly to have all this production value with a very, uh, a very young and immature you know, uh, you know, let's call it talent on, on screen, on the podcast. It's way better when it's a little raw. It is like people gravitate towards that. They really, really do when it doesn't sound overly produced. And as you get better and you develop a following. And again, when I say following on the gym side, I'm talking about 40 to 50% of your gym listening to it. That's a following. That's a great following, you know, and it's, it's internal based. You know, the goal is to, you know, the, the one third where you interview your members, you want to interview Sally and talk to Sally and ask her, so tell Sally, do you, are you married? You say, like, no, I'm single. I've got a roommate. Tell us about your roommate. Why do we give a fuck about a roommate? Because we know when Sally leaves the podcast, she's going to text her roommate and say, oh, my God, I just talked about you on the podcast. And now the fucking roommate's going to listen to it. And yeah. their friends are going to listen to it. it. It is literally that. If anyone says, oh, they talked about you on a podcast, guess what? They listen to the entire fucking thing, waiting to find that spot where they talk to them. Posting audio on a podcast is the exact same thing as posting an image or a video on Facebook and Instagram. And I'm going to keep cramming this podcast thing down people's throats until again, more, more you know, more and more people are going to have it. It's just going to be status quo. How, uh, so what, I mean, like audio. Okay. So I'm no spring chicken and, um, you know, I got my first email account in like, I don't know, 1998. Right. Um, how, how much of the of uh, the internet world, the social media world, is going full on audio? Where like they don't even need a picture, right? They're just straight up. No, yeah, that that won't happen. Um, it's going to, you know, we you're still you absolutely one hundred thousand percent still need video, picture, and audio. But I would tell everyone audio last. You start with if you're not even posting photos then post photos, <laughs> yeah. right? Get really good at posting photos. If you're, if you are posting photos, now it's time to advance to video. Yep. And then once you go ahead and you advance the video and you've got that good, you've got the 80, 20, like we talked about earlier, now move on to audio, but photos first, cause it's the biggest bang for your buck. You can get 300 photos in one photo shoot from one photographer. And now you have photos for the rest of the year and then go ahead and move on the video and then move on the audio. But no, I don't, you can't go audio only unless you, you know, even the Tim Ferriss's of the world and Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan is something like 30 to 40% of his listeners to the podcast. Watch it on YouTube. Agreed. I, I flip over, like I go to his website and then I'll flip over to YouTube. Cause I want to read the comments. Yeah. A hundred percent. You know, while I'm listening, hundred yeah, percent. but but, you, but then but, you have ads, you know? So yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Like, like uh, well, that, that's the thing. And, and um, you know, a, a straight up iPhone, an Instagram. Um, yeah, an anchor account. I mean, like, guys, you don't need a lot here. Like, you don't need a lot. It doesn't take. And again, here's the deal. Yeah, correct. It's not expensive. Even if you are going to invest in some gear, you can Google podcast gear for beginners. And there's a gazillion articles out there. It, but the bottom line is the fear of creating content is always going to be your bottleneck, not the gear. Right. So well, getting, back to your, getting back to your original reason why we really wanted to get you on, and we actually had somebody else invited. We're only going to take a minute here, but we wanted to talk about the whole, like we spoke about, high-quality content versus just putting some content out there. Um, no need to spend a shitload of time on it, but you're saying 20% of it should be, you know, higher quality. Yeah. 80% should be good out. quality. Something that, yeah, it, it would be if you were to go ahead and you had to show up to a competition with all the other gyms and you guys are going to get judged on your content, that would be the video you'd bring. There you go. Gotcha. Awesome, man. I know we're running out of time because you got another appointment and we like to keep you short, dude. So. Yeah, no, guys, I really do appreciate it. And, you know, anytime you guys want to jam, I would love to. I got to schedule some time and get you two boneheads on my fucking podcast. Do it. And even this thing out. You've had me on yours twice now. So we'll uh, we'll set a date and get you guys on mine. Listen, dude, I can't thank you enough for all the stuff that you've been posting lately. You've been killing it. I've been watching a lot of your stuff. Yeah. I appreciate it. You give me some good ideas. That's why it kind of motivated me to start making some better high-quality videos along with all the little bullshit that I do. But can't thank you enough. Yeah. Just kind of give us an idea, like everybody that's listening, how to get to your, you know, the, what's your Yeah, website. guys, it's, you know, my stuff's really easy. You know, the handle is WTF Gym Talk, all one word on every single social media platform out there that wasn't taken. So I didn't really have to fight for that one too hard. Um, surprise. So uh, you can find me anywhere and I'm really good with a DM. Shoot me a question, shoot me a DM. I will get back to you ASAP with, a per with probably an audio message or a video or whatever. So uh, anyone listening, you got questions, hit up, you know, holler at your boy. Yeah, no doubt. Like if you're a gym owner and you're not looking at Stuart's stuff or what the fuck gym talk, you're, you're an idiot. You need to be at least checking it out. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. Hey, man, good talk. Let's talk soon. Yeah, thanks, man. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. Enjoy the day. All right. Bye-bye.